Right, well, it's time for us to begin this evening. Uh, welcome, we're glad to have you uh, tonight. Happy Valentine's, if that means anything to you, one way, one way or the other. I started to bring you some kisses, so I'll... there you go. That's the best I can. That's the best I can do, because <laughs> I didn't go anywhere to buy any kisses, so I'll just have to have to have to give you some uh, that way. Uh, but anyway, we're glad glad you're glad you're here and uh, share, and uh, we'll continue on with our, our work as we're going through um, this 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 lesson about prayer. Um, so. We're going, to, we're, we're going to start off with prayer like what we've been doing, praying the names of God. I'm going to share two more names of God with you uh, this, uh, this evening. And we're going to pray through those first, and then we're going to go to, uh, will be step number four in our lesson. Uh, and so we'll pick up, we'll pick up with that. Uh, but before I do, let me just mention a few people we need to be, be praying for. Uh, let's, let's certainly remember um, uh, Billy Beasley. Uh, he is he is really right on the last. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he if he doesn't fight survive during the night. Um, he has changed. I went to see him today, and um, and in a week's time he had changed really really dramatically. And uh, so he's um, uh, he did try to talk to me, but I, I I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand much of anything. It was just he and I, and that was there. Um, so let's let's remember Billy in our prayers, and uh, if you haven't heard Terry Adams, um, pray for Terry. Uh, he crushed his uh, big right toe. Um, he was taking down a commercial grade door in a, a project they're working on, uh, like a bathroom divider to the door, and it was pretty huge. And he was doing it by himself. And anyway, it he didn't have hold of it like he thought he did, and he lost control of it, and it. Crushed his, crushed his toe. So he had surgery uh, on that. He is home. He is home, but uh, um, but it's just going to be a process of healing that up. So remember Terry in your prayers as well. Uh, and uh, he's, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So we'll be praying uh, for them this uh, this evening uh, as uh, as as well. Um, does, does anyone, I know there's always a, a lot of prayer needs, uh, but do any of you have a prayer need you want to mention? Yes. That's tough business. That is tough business. Mm. Oh. I understand. <laughs> oh me, we 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 never had to take in a parent, you know, and uh, but um, but we 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 see enough people who do, and uh, know it's know it's especially when you're dealing with Alzheimer's because there's no rhyme or reason, and there, there's there's no there's no helping them. Uh, also. Um, we were praying for this family Sunday morning, but the David Horn family, our neighbors, his daughter, 14-year-old daughter, committed suicide. Uh, matter of fact, uh, a week ago tonight, uh, we were we had gotten home from church. It was it was it was later in the evening, and Paula came in, and I heard sirens going, but that's not unusual. 
where we live at. You can hear them off of 95. Spaceship is a big, big thing. We, we, I heard sirens, and they're always going down Polk Road. So I knew this sounded close, but I didn't. In the back, in the back side of my house where I'm at, I just, I, I told them the neighborhood could burn down, and I wouldn't know as long as we didn't catch our house on fire. And um, anyway, Paula, she said, Elvin, I don't know what's going on in our street, but there's blue lights and red lights. And so I went out, and there was sheriff deputies and EMS, and, and I could hear just these wails going on. I still didn't know what had happened, but, but then, uh, then I, I, I discovered that, uh, that she, had, she had killed herself. And uh, so... Um, so it's just a sad, sad situation. Her funeral was today. And uh, so now they've been surrounded by a lot of people. But you know what happens. Now they're now they're gonna now they're gonna do they're gonna be on their own. And uh, they they have not even come back home yet. And they're not even sure they can they can ever go back into their home again. Even though she did not, thank goodness, she didn't commit, and I know that, <laughs> but thank she did not commit suicide in, in the house. They, they had a shed in the back, and that's where she, that's where she went. And uh, that's, that's what we understand. Yeah, so she shot herself. So, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, so let's, 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 let's remember them as well. Any, anybody else have a special need? Yes, yes, yes. Right. We just hope it don't do you no harm. That's right. That's, that's, that, that, that's right. That's right. We, we, we were looking for success with that thing. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was with Billy this morning. So I already, and she told me I had, I had already figured that out this morning, that it wasn't going to be long. Of course, you know, it, it still could be days, but I, I don't think it will be because he is, he is going down rapidly. He is really disintegrating rapidly. So, uh, okay, anybody else with prayer, prayer needs? Pardon? Te oh, yeah, yeah, well, I've already mentioned him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I had. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, let's uh, let, let's remember let's remember Terry in our prayers, and uh, so uh, uh, any any anyone else I don't know about. <laughs> and there's always those people I don't know about, and uh, and uh, Marie's mother, she's having some issues, so let's be praying for her as well. And 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 WM, those mom in laws in their house. <laughs> No, no, don't, don't, don't ever pray for patience, because the only way you learn patience is through tribulation. And so, therefore, if you ever ask God for patience, then the only way to learn patience is to go through troublesome times. That, that, that's right. So I learned that lesson a long time. Don't ever pray for, pray for patience. Now that, that's right. Well, um, no, that's when the Lord says you need some patience. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's what he that's what he says. You need you need some patience. Okay, so now before we before we start praying, 
Uh, this is, uh, for those of you that, that have not been with us um, the last, last few weeks, uh, we're, we're praying the names of God. We're, and we're, we're not all the names in the scriptures. We're just taking some isolated names. There's 10 names uh, that we took. We won't go, we're, we're too far in the list now to go back and rehearse those. But what my, my intent of this and my purpose in this is to help you to see there's other ways of praying and there's, there's other dimensions. There's things you need to add to your prayer life. And in my opinion, one of those things is praying the names of God. I was introduced to this uh, some years ago, and I have made it a part of my regular practice of prayer. Of when, I'm, when I'm praying, recognizing who God is, recognizing what God is able to do. And so and it's akin to praying the scriptures, because I think that is so important, of learning to pray the scriptures, of taking passages of scripture and praying those passages of scripture. Uh, and I've, as I've said, and I've, I've said here, that, that if you want one sure way of praying the will of God, you know, we, we, we talk about praying the will of God. If you want to learn to pray the will of God, learn to pray the scriptures. Because if you pray the scriptures, you're going to pray God's will. And uh, so, uh, so, so with that, we're going to start, I'm, I'm going to do two tonight. And the first we're going to do is Yahweh uh, Tiskanu. Uh, and, and, and I'm not sure, that's probably not the way it's pronounced, but that is my best southern pronunciation of it. Uh, so, and this, and, uh, Yahweh Tiskanu means the Lord our righteousness. And in that, uh, when, we, when we use this name, we call upon his, the name of God to be saved, to repent from our sins and ask God to forgive us and to give us a new life. Praise God for his grace and his faithfulness to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, I know when we look at that, we say, that, that's, that's, this is a prayer for sinners. No, 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 no. It's not just a prayer for sinners, because y'all realize even as saints, we, we sin sometimes. Uh, sometimes we're, we're, we're not in line. As a matter of fact, our lesson is re really going to deal with these. The, these. These two names I'm going to share with you really do deal uh, with this. We're going to look at this a little bit later on uh, once we finish our prayer time. And, but, but there's times we need to repent. There's times we need to go to God. There's times we need to confess uh, our sins. Matter of fact, if you look at the New Testament, a lot of those things about salvation, about repentance, is not talking to an ungodly world. It's not talking uh, to, to those that are not saved. It's talking to the church. Uh, it's, they're, they're directed to the church. And so, uh, so, so we need that, that, that cleansing. And I'm going to couple these, these two together because they're so aligned. So I'm going to move on to the next one. And that is Yahweh uh, Makadish. Uh, and sometimes uh, there's uh, variations of it, Makadishu, um, which means the Lord who sanctifies. And so with that, uh, as we use this name here, we're asking God uh, to transform us from the inside out, not from the outside. That, that in many ways, uh, that, is, that, is, that is sort of the center. It's the cleansing of the outside as well as the inside. But for those of us that are already saved, it's that internal cleansing. It's that purification. It's that making holy uh, in our lives. 
And we praise him for giving us the power to overcome sin and to live righteous lives and to ask him to purify us and to make us holy and not to sin. Now, I know there, I, I know there is a... Uh, there, 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 is a, uh, there is a philosophy, I think it's erroneous philosophy, but if you want to disagree with me, you just go right ahead and that's all right, and we'll just all disagree together. Uh, but uh, this, this idea, well, I, I'm going to sin a little every day, that is not the goal. The goal is not to sin a little every day. Now, I think it's good to ask God's forgiveness every day. I think it's good to say, God, if I have sinned, reveal sin unto me. Help me if I've taken a wrong step somewhere, spoken out of turn, hurt somebody's feelings. I mean, I think it's okay on a, on a continual basis. But our goal is not to continue to be sinners. <laughs> that, that is not the goal. The goal is to live a righteous, holy life. Life. Now, I don't know if we'll ever in this lifetime, I don't know in, in, in this flesh, if we'll ever get to the point that we will not sin along the way. And there's going to be a day when we will not sin. There'll be a day when we will not be prone to sin any longer. But, but it, it, I think it's just so important that along the way we ask God's forgiveness, but we also ask for that sanctification. Uh, matter of fact, the, 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 the Jesus taught us that we are to pray for sanctification daily. Lord, purify us. Make us holy. Make us fit for service. So these are, these, these are important things. So this, this, this cleansing from sin and this sense of being sanctified are two very important parts of, of the Christian walk and the Christian life. So with all of that said, and with the prayer request that we have made mention of, let's stop now and let's use this time that we have before we go into the lesson. And let's, let's pray in these names, uh, Jehovah uh, Tiskanu and Jehovah uh, uh, Makadish, that, that, that God, if we have sinned, cleanse us. If there's areas we need to repent of, Help us to repent. Help us to live godly lives. Sanctify us, Lord, for your service. That we can be used by you in this world in which we live in. And so this is going to be the focus of our prayer. So uh, you can pray any way you want to. You can pray anywhere you want to. It is okay with me. Now, I'm a rover. I'm a walker. Uh, and, and so... Uh, generally, when I'm in a prayer group, I'm, I'm, I'm praying all over. That is just me. Some people like to be still. So in these prayer times, if you, if, if you want to get up and, and, and walk around, that's all right with me, and you ain't going to hurt my feelings. Uh, so you, you do whatever's comfortable for you and, uh, and how, how you like to pray. So let's, uh, let, let's pray together here. Our Father, who is our righteousness, Yahweh Tiskanu. Lord, because you are the righteous, holy one. Then, Lord Jesus, you have called us into that same righteousness, into that same holiness. We understand, my God, that we cannot achieve this righteousness on our own. We understand, my Lord, that we cannot be saved on our own. We understand, God, we cannot wash our sins away by ourselves. Lord, if we could, we had no need of you. 
We'd had no need of a Savior. We'd had been no need of the cross. There'd been no need of any of those things. That Lord, that was so much central to our lives as being children of God. But because we cannot do this, my Lord, we understand, we recognize that, Lord, you are our source of forgiveness. You are the one that can take our sins away from us. And even when we do sin, even when we stumble, my God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that we, Lord Jesus, can be picked up, we can be washed off, we can be made clean, and we can make things right with you and, Lord, with others. So, Father, Lord, in this moment, I pray, God, in this moment, as we reflect, as we think, as the Holy Spirit is working and moving among us, my God, I'm praying, Lord, if there is anything we need to confess, we confess it to you now. If there's anything we need, Lord, to say, I'm sorry, Lord, for that. I'm sorry for how I've treated someone else. I'm sorry, for Lord, for the things that I have done. I'm sorry for the things I should have done that I haven't done. Lord, forgive us, Lord, if there's been missed opportunities to share our faith in you. Forgive us, my God, if there are times that, Lord Jesus, that we don't, we, we don't do, Lord, what we ought to do in the way we ought to do it. That, God, just take, take us now. Take us our lives, God. We want our lives to be righteous. And, Lord, that we can have the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for covering us with righteousness. But, Father, Lord, we're also thankful that on the inside of us, Lord Jesus, every nook and every cranny of our soul and our spirit, that God has been so tainted by sin, that has been so corrupted by the wicked one, that has been so turned upside down, Lord Jesus, because, uh, Lord, there is so much sin around us. God, we thank you, Lord, that through your blood, through your word, that, Lord, you're able to come in and, Lord, sanctify us and make us holy and make us new. So, Father, Lord, in this moment, help us, Lord, to understand. Help us to realize, God, that is only by your power, only by your authority, only by your work, God, can we may be made holy. Only can we walk in the footsteps of our God. Only can we walk by the power of your word. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, with everything that is within me. And I bless you, God, with everything that is within me. And, Father, Lord, may you wash us as a church. May you wash us as a, 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 a people, Lord, of faith. And, Lord, to make us holy, Lord, in your sight. And now, Lord Jesus, we turn our attention to those, Lord, that need a touch from heaven this day. And, Lord, we ask, oh, God, that you will touch Billy Beasley. And, Lord, help him as he's making that transition, Lord, from this life, Lord, to the next life. That, God, that you will, Lord, bring him peace, God, and calmness. And, Lord Jesus, and, Lord, wipe away every sense of fear that he may have. And, Father, Lord, be with his family, minister unto them, and, Lord, give them grace. Father, Lord, we're praying for Cynthia, that, God, that this procedure she's having done, Lord, uh, next week, that, God, that you will put your hand of grace and upon her. She has suffered for so long now. And, Lord, I'm praying that, Lord, you're going to use, Lord, the power, Lord Jesus, of medicine, Lord, to bring healing and to bring deliverance unto her 
and that pain, Lord Jesus, Lord, can be eradicated from her body. I pray, God, that you will touch uh, Terry Adams. Lord, bless him, Lord. Lord, as he's had this accident, and Lord Jesus, and in this, this foot, I know, I just can't imagine, Lord, what the pain he must feel. But God, I pray that you will touch Terry. I pray, God, that you will minister unto him. I pray, Lord, that you will, Lord, uh, be with him, Lord, in a special way. We pray for Ms. Doris Langdon, God, is, Lord, whatever she is suffering from, Lord, whatever is going on with her right now, that, God, that you will bless uh, her, bless her caregivers. Lord Jesus, be with them. But, Lord, you, we all understand. And, Lord, you know, uh, you, uh, you know yourself. You walked in this sin-cursed world, and you saw the effects of all of these things that, Lord, can, uh, can, can aff afflict the human uh, nature. Lord, and I just pray, God, that you will touch uh, Ms. Doris. Lord, that you will minister unto her. You will bless her. Lord Jesus, you will lift her up. And that, God, that you will give her the strength, Lord, that she needs. Father, Lord, we pray that, Lord, that you will touch uh, others among us that need a touch of heaven. God, because you already know, Lord, the touch they need. You know, Lord, what's going on in their lives. Lord Jesus, you know what is happening, Lord, in all of them. And God, you know the deepest recesses of our being. You know the deepest needs of our lives. You know, Lord Jesus, those that are hurting and in anguish, such as the Horn family. And God, they have had such a tremendous hurt in their life. God, I, I don't know what it is to lose a child. I don't know what it is to lose someone by suicide like that. But God, you know. And Lord Jesus, you can, Lord, come in and bring comfort and peace and healing and health. Lord, restoring them back, the Lord, where they need to be. So touch David. Touch Alicia. Touch Alex. Lord Jesus, uh, Alexis, Lord Jesus, uh, touch uh, Jada. Lord Jesus, touch Harmony. Lord Jesus, and bless them and be with them. And Lord, give them comfort and Lord, and peace that only you can give unto them. I pray, God, that Lord, that you will touch others around us. Lord, and I pray, God, that you will minister, Lord, to our, our, our leaders in our country. And Lord, as we're going, Lord, through another cycle, Lord, of of, of election, Lord Jesus, and I pray, I pray over this, God, because, Lord, it has become to be, a th in my opinion, a three-ring circle, a circus that, God, that, Lord, is just laughable. But, God, you know, you know what we need. You know, Lord Jesus, Lord, and you're the one who puts people into power. And, Lord, we may vote, but, God, ultimately, you're the one that brings people, raise them up, and, Lord Jesus, bring them down. So, God, I pray for them. We pray for the peace of Israel. We pray, God, uh, uh, around our world, Lord Jesus, and all that is going on and all the upheaval, Lord, that is transpiring all around us. Father, Lord, we pray, God, for our revival, the Lord, that it's coming up. I pray, God, that you will, Lord, prepare our hearts to receive, Lord, what you have a purpose for us to receive. I pray, God, that, Lord, that you will bring true genuine revival among us, changing, Lord, the landscape, changing, Lord Jesus, Lord, uh, doing, Lord, what needs to be done. And Father, Lord, for your glory, for your honor, and for your praise, thank you, Lord Jesus, in advance. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. Thank you, Lord, for how you're going to move and how you're, Lord Jesus, that you're going to just touch the very heart and the life 
and the soul, Lord Jesus, not only of our people, but also, God, of those that, Lord, may be impacted by this word. God, may, Lord, I pray that, Lord, people will be drawn here. People, Lord, will come here. People, Lord Jesus, Lord, will hear the word and souls will be saved. People's lives will be transformed. Not just to have, Lord, a momentary, Lord Jesus, uh, spiritual fix. But God, I'm talking about a life-changing, life-altering, Lord, uh, encounter with you, my Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all of this. Lord Jesus, and touch all of us together, our kids, Lord, in the back. Lord Jesus, and all of our kids that are associated with this church and parents that God, that needs you and needs you so desperately. Lord, just, just, just do something in their hearts and their lives and God, bring about change, real, real change. Now, God, as we uh, look into the Word tonight, and Lord Jesus, as we continue, Lord Jesus, as we're looking at that great prayer that you taught your disciples to pray, I pray, God, that you will, Lord, just touch us now, bless us by your might and your power, and, Lord, we will give you the praise for it all. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask it. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Okay, let me transition very quickly here. Okay, where do we need to go? We'll get there in just a moment. Oh, there we go. There we go. <clears throat> so we're, we're at step four now. What we've been doing, we've been going over the Lord's Prayer and uh, walking this uh, walk of faith and, uh, and prayer, which is so vital uh, to, to the church. It's not only vital to the church, it's vital to you as an individual Christian. Um, yeah, our prayer lives, you know, are just so, so important. That's where we do battle at. That's where we, that's where we encounter God. Uh, that, that's, that's where we learn. That's where we discover uh, is, is in prayer. So we've gone through these various steps. You're starting with our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That was, that was the third step. Now we're going to come to the fourth step is what we're, we are going to term as dependent faith. Now, this comes in, uh, in, in, in the statement, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, now what is the statement? Give us this day our daily bread. What does that teach us about prayer? If I go to the next slide, tell me, what does that mean about prayer? Thank you. We need prayer every day. Every day. Every day. So, but is, is there anything else you can see in here? Give us this day our daily bread. 
Absolutely. Anything else you see? Give us this day our daily bread. Who's going to give it? Who's giving it? Ah. So what it teaches us is we must be dependent upon God for our daily substance. Thus, we get the idea of dependent prayer. So our prayers are not independent. God has not called us to be self-sufficient. I can, I, can, I, can, I can feel the negative energy coming at me right now. Well, I know that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be independent. No, nope, mm-mm. God has never called us to be self-sufficient. He has called us to be dependent on Him. Teach us, lead us, give us to do what we cannot do for ourselves. And so this is very important. Now, so let's, let's, let's look at this. This statement calls to our attention our dependency upon the Lord for all nourishment and to realize that this provision for our need flows out of the discipline of daily prayer. Now, so you, you say, well, what, what, is, what, what does that all mean? You know, so why should we pray? If God's going to give us what we need, why should we pray? Well, you need to figure out what you need. Do you realize there's, there's a difference between what you need and what you want? If, 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 if. I, I don't think I'm far off base. And I make a generalization. I understand this doesn't apply to everybody. But when I listen to people's prayers, and I even listen to my own prayers, what I hear most of anything is praying for what I want. We call it need. God, I need this. God, I need that. God, I need, I need it. But, but it's not... It's not necessarily maybe what God wants for us. So we've got to learn to pray. And sometimes in the, and as we are praying, we are praying for all nourishment. Now, that is, that is not just praying for food. Right? Because we are more than material, right? We are more than just flesh and blood. Yes, we need to be nourished. Yes, we need food. And see, most of us, now there, there may be some exceptions. I don't know everybody's situation, but I would, dare, I would dare adventure. Most everyone in here, most of you, most of you, now I'm, I'm not putting everybody in the same basket. Most of you probably do not get up in the morning and think, how am I going to eat? today. See, I have to confess, I have never lived that way. Spoiled brat. That's right. We get up and say, what am I going to eat? There's just ain't nothing in this house to eat. 
That, 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 there you go. There's nothing that I want. It's not usually, not that there's nothing in the house. I know there's food insecurity. I know there's people, so please understand. I know there's people who are hungry. I know there are people who do struggle. I know that people struggle feeding their families. I understand that. And, 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 I, I, and I am most sympathetic with that. But, I, but what I'm trying to tell you, that for many of us, we don't know what that, that's like. We've never been through that. I have never, I have never been through that. I was raised poor, but we had chickens. Hey, just you got eggs, ring a neck. You got chicken pastry. I, you know, I, I, you know, we raised hogs. They killed hogs every year. There was enough to last us usually most of the year. And 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 uh, anyway, I, growing up, I got so sick of eating country ham. Just got sick of it because that's all. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of times that was supper. That was something quick. That was something easy. And we, we, had, we had ham out of the wazoo. And I, when, I, when I got big enough, when I got grown enough and on my own, I thought if I don't ever eat another piece of country ham, it will be, it will be all right. I mean, now I crave the mess. I, I, crave, I crave those, those, those biscuits that mama made. And that, that country ham. And, and rice or grits or, or whatever. So, so what, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is, the nourishment, we're asking God for our, our daily bread. We're not just asking him, Lord, to feed us steak and potatoes. We're, we're also, we've got another part of us that needs nourishment. Our souls, which are our cells. That's what we talk about now in, in, in our culture, mental health, which is important. We need good mental health. That has to be nourished. What we feed our minds, what we put into us, we need the right nourishment. We also have a spirit that has to be nourished, that has to be fed. You know, uh, if we... If we, if you, there's, there's, there's the old saying uh, that if you, if you starve a, a, starve a cold, you feed a fever. If you feed a, f a fever, you starve a cold. Now, I don't know what that means. I've never figured that out. I, I, I don't know what it means. But I do, I do know in a spiritual sense, there is a sense of feeding ourselves. If we, if we feed only our flesh... All we're going to reap are things of the flesh. And then our spirit and our soul goes lacking. But on the, on, the, on the other extreme, if we only feed our souls and our spirits, have you ever met anybody that was so spiritually minded they weren't, they weren't worth two cents in this world? They need how to live in the world because they're just so spiritually minded. That's not healthy either. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, that's not healthy either. 
It's healthy to be spiritually minded. I think more, more, more Christian people ought to be more spiritually minded than they are. But, but, but see, there's a balance in all of this. So we're praying God to nourish us. Many times in our prayer, when I'm praying this, Lord, give me this day my daily bread. But before, I tell you, before, I, before I tell you what I pray for, what do, what do you think we ought to be praying for that? What, what should we be asking God for? We say, okay, God, give me today my daily bread. What do we need in this day to accomplish his glory, his purpose, and his will? So what are some things we could pray for? Guidance. <laughs> that guidance for his will to be done. Very good. Anything else you can think of we ought to be praying for? Pray for opportunity. That's right. Give me an opportunity to share my faith. That, that is part of our spiritual nourishment. We don't often think of that way, but that's part of our spiritual nourishment. Very, very good. Very good. Jane, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to make a prediction. Whenever, whenever you do these spiritual gift tests uh, that y'all are going to hate, uh, <laughs> Jane is going to have the gift of evangelism. This woman loves to share her faith. Now, see, I'm making a prediction. I don't know, but we can see in people's lives. Because notice what she come up with. Pray for an opportunity to share. Most, most, most of us don't, don't pray that. And that's good. That, that, that's, that's kind of what you need to be able to share your, share your faith with someone else. Most of us are too scared to open our mouth. Now, we'll talk about everything else in the world, but that, that's, that's the one thing we don't want to talk about. So that, that, that's good. So, so think with me, what, what are some other things we could be praying for that would nourish us spiritually, that would be like daily bread for us, think, things that we need? A better understanding, absolutely. Um, and, and I could put, I, I, I think... Uh, Gary, that's excellent. I, I think I would put in there, I'm going to use another word, understand, wisdom. Think of what James taught us. If any of you lack wisdom, what are you supposed to do? Ask. And he will give you liberally what you need. So that understanding, that wisdom... That, that often, that, that, is, that is part of my prayer. I'm praying, God, give me wisdom because I have to make so many decisions and I have to do so many things and, I have to, and it affects people's lives and it affects what goes on with them and it affects the church life. And so I'm all, God, I need wisdom. I need you to give me wisdom and understanding and insight. insight. You know, that, 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 that insight into a situation. Sometimes we, we, we need that. Anybody think of anything else? You don't have to be, you, you know. I, I look, a wrong answer is all right. I'll just tell you it's wrong. No. no. <laughs> no. Anything else that we ought to be praying? Boy, there's, there's so many things. I, you know, um, I've got something in my brain, and I'm trying to pull it out of you. 
Discernment, absolutely. You pray for discernment. Um, well, th- that that could line in discernment. It could line in oh I- any number of things of God working, um, you know, between two people uh, to give us that understanding with one another, uh, which is, which is which which is it, which is important. I mean, to, to me that's con- to me confirmation. Absolutely, that that's confirmation. And sometimes we need that. I I, I love it. When God confirms something I'm grappling with, and, and I, I, don't, I, I don't know what to do with it. I, I don't know which way. And then God confirms that. I, I am just that, that just, that just thrills my soul uh, when that happens. Well, in, in, in the interest of time, uh, let, let, me, let me just share a few other things that, that I often pray for uh, when I'm praying. And I'm thinking in the terms of give us this day our daily bread. Um, and, and I do think about eating, okay? And I, I get up every morning, I got it on my brain. I just, I, I, I want to eat something. So, how about, how about this? Lord, I need some fruit in my diet. And, and, aren't doctors always telling you, put more fruit in your diet? Lord, I need some fruit. Well, is there any kind of spiritual fruit? How about love, peace, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, kindness? These are fruit, remember, as there are nine spiritual gifts, there are nine fruits of the Spirit. And see, what I haven't told you, I'm going to tell you right now, when we finish, <laughs> when we finish looking at the nine spiritual gifts, then we're going to look at the nine spiritual fruits because you need to balance those two things out because I think the working of the Spirit will lead to these spiritual fruits that are so vital for the church and the working of the church. So, so, so sometimes I have to say, Lord, I, I, need, I need another dose of your love so I can love other people. Lord Jesus, now I, I, I know, I know W said you shouldn't pray, pray for patience, but one of the gifts, one of the fruits of the Spirit is long-suffering, patience. We should long for patience. But I don't back up what I said. The only way to learn to be patient is to have trouble, knowledge. These are all, these are all things that we can be praying for and asking God to help us with, to give us. Because, because as we grow in these things, then what's, what, what, what's, what's the natural result of it? Or the supernatural result. <laughs> that, that, that's better way to say What's the supernatural result of when we grow in these things? We become more like Him. We become more spiritually minded and not carnally minded. We become more in tune with what, what God wants in our lives. 
what, what, he, what he wants to do in us and through us. These, these things are so important. So when, when we talk about give us this day our daily bread, the only, notice it says that, 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 that to realize that these provisions for our need flows out of the discipline of daily what? Prayer. You know, I, I, don't, I don't say you've got to have an hour and a half prayer meeting every day. But at the same time, we ought to pray every day. If you don't pray every day, you're missing something. And in my opinion, it's like reading the Bible. If you don't read the Bible every day, you're missing something. And if you don't pray every day, you're missing something. Now, again, I don't think you have to have, because the Bible tells and teaches us he, we're not heard for our much praying. But at the same time, there's got to be more than, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you for your blessings. Uh, Lord, uh, help me in this day, and God, lead me in this day. And then you end it that. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. You've got to go beyond that. You've got, you got, you got to have more than just that. In your prayer life. But hey, if that's all you can pray, it's a start. It's a start. So, now, now notice, notice what James says. You lust and you do not have. You murder and cut. Man, now he's talking to a group of Christians. He ain't talking about thugs out on the street. Woo! Just think about it. You lust and you don't have. You murder. You covet. And cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not. Now, I don't know if this is what, it, what it, in, in, in literature is called hyperbole. I don't know if he's exaggerating at this point. I mean, but you know what? There's been a lot of murder among Christians. More than a gun or a knife. A tongue. A tongue can murder a lot of people. And hurt a lot of people. We know there's fighting and warring going on. So we don't have because we don't ask. Now, these words demonstrate to us that our Heavenly Father is willing and ready to release to us many things if we just ask. And James, you read that on a little further. James said, I don't have it up here. But James said, and when you do ask, you ask amiss. What it means, you missed a mark. Because you ask to consume it upon your own lust. In other words, all you're doing is you're just asking for me. You're all the center of your prayer. And war, where, did he go? where does wars and fightings and all that stuff come from? So, so these, these things are important. Um, so what is dependent prayer? 
dependent prayer has two specific elements to it. First, dependent prayer acknowledges God's commitment to us. God said he would provide for us. He would help us. He would would nurture us. He would feed us. So it acknowledges that, that God's commitment unto us. And then it acknowledges our accountability for each day we live. Now, this, this goes back, and I, 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 I know you've heard this before, but this, this, this concept of, of, of give us this day our daily rage, you, you know where the concept of that actually comes from scripturally? It doesn't come out of the New Testament. It comes out of the Old Testament. You remember the children of Israel was roaming in the wilderness, and they loved to complain. Boy, they did their fair share of griping. And what was one of their major gripes? They had a lot now. It was a long, but what was one of their major gripes they had? Well, Gary, you've got a little, you've got the, the, the cart a little ahead of the horse a little bit there. Wanting to eat. That, that, was, that, that was one of the first, before the manna came, wanting to eat. God, Moses, why did God bring us to this forsaken place? Would not we have been better to stay in Egypt where we had the leeks and the melons and the onions than to die in this God-forsaken place out here? How are we going to eat? Even if we killed all of our flocks we have with us, there's not enough to feed all of us. Remember, you've got... You, you've probably got two million people. Can you imagine being in charge? God, you just might as well kill me right now. Matter of fact, you remember Moses finally said, Lord, you might as well go ahead and kill me because if you don't, these people are. <laughs> They're about to word the living daylights out of me. And I, that, that's, that's my rendition. <laughs> and so, Moses felt the weight of providing for these people, and it was out of his control. And so what was, now now Gary, what was God's solution to their complaint? Manna. That was the solution to their problem. Now, since Gary opened up the door, I'm 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 going to grill Gary. How many times were they were to gather the manna? <laughs> no, they, they gathered, had to gather it. They had to go out and gather it. How many, how many, how many times a day did they gather? A day. Uh-uh. Once. Very good. It was in the morning when the dew lifted off the desert floor, there was this white little cylinder 
bread-like substance all over the wilderness floor. And so they, he told them. The first time it appeared, this is the, Lord, the, the Lord's instruction through Moses to the people, go out and gather each man according to the size of their family. The more in your family, the more you gather, the less in family. But don't gather any more than what you need. So the first day, they went out. Rhonda already knows she's already missing. They went out, they gathered, they went in, but there were some folks that, mm mm mm, I, mm. a homer ain't enough. I, I need, so I'm, I'm going I'm to gather twice of what I need. And the next morning, what was the manna like? It was rotten and maggots and stunk. Except, oh, there was an exception. There was one day they could gather twice as much as they did on the other days. What day was that? On the sixth day before the Sabbath, which would have been Friday, for, you know, because Sabbath's on Saturday. So on Friday morning, they could gather twice as much. And they did. And when they did that, what happened to the manna? It didn't stink. It didn't breed worms. It was good. So they had enough for two days. Now, here's the key. They had to go out to the wilderness every day. Give us this day our daily bread. They couldn't hoard. They couldn't store up. They couldn't have more than anybody else had. They had to do it every day. And that taught them what? Dependence. Because who supplied the bread? God did. Nature, Mother Nature didn't supply it. God supplied it. Moses didn't supply it. God supplied it. So every day, and I believe in this prayer, Jesus was arching back to that experience and taught him this prayer, you need to go to God every day and you need to ask him every day for what you need. That makes sense. So you see, God has not taught us to be self-sufficient. He has taught us to be dependent on Him. I know it's contrary to the American way, but let me all of all the American way ain't God's way, and I think we we've learned that lesson. That's a good way. I'm glad. I, look, I like the American way. But it ain't all God's way. So. Now notice. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Committing each day's detail to God in prayer can deliver us from pointless pursuits and wasted time. 
Such prayer, prayer pays the way to victorious days. So you see, what, 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 is, what, is, what, is, what is saying here is, is that, that we want God in our business. And whether it's your intent or not, and I know I, I, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, maybe somebody's listening, I don't know who's, who's hearing this. But you see, when we don't pray, you know what we're saying? We're saying, God, we don't want you in my, my business. I don't need you in my business today, God. Stay out. Stay out. Stay out of my business today. That's the reason we pray every day. God, we want you in our business. What benefit can be received by learning to pray dependently? Just some scriptures here. Your sandals shall be iron and bronze. As your days show, so shall your strength be. So there's strength. Learning to pray, give us this day our daily bread, finds in the Lord a strength proportionate to each day's need. So then, and I, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about our neighbor, David and, and Alicia. When you have those tragic moments in life, it doesn't make the tragedy any less. But it makes your ability to deal with the tragedy a whole lot different. You can do things you never thought you could do through the power of God. Okay, that's it. Boy, that was good. Y'all did good tonight. I like that. So, uh, I, was, I was planning to do step four and five, but we didn't quite get five, so we'll, so we, we'll, we'll keep working on it. Um, but, uh, but anyway... So I hope, I hope this will help you. I really do. I hope if you'll take this, this will help you. Because look, it is so important to put God as a major part of our life. So then, really, when tragedy strikes, when difficult days come, and they do, they come for all of us, in, in different measures, in different ways, in different forms, but it comes to all of us. And those people who don't have that faith, they don't have that relationship, I don't know how to endure it, I don't know how to stand it. Now, if one of my children would have, would, would have died tragically, I mean, it, boy, it, it, would, it would do something, but I would hope that I'd have I can rely upon what that relationship with my Lord I have built. doesn't mean you don't weep. It doesn't mean you're not sad. It doesn't mean that you don't feel devastation. But you don't have to feel abandonment. Hmm. Yes, ma'am. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Mm -hmm. Right, right. These, all of these names uh, that, that I've referenced and all the names that are mentioned all come from the Old Testament. And what they come, they come from various experiences. When you read, each one of these came in relationship to an experience that someone had with God. And, and so um, you don't always see it in the English translation of scriptures, but you see it in the Hebrew. When they, well, for instance, let me, let me give me for instance. Uh, like when Abraham was called to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice. When, when, when Isaac asked um, a, um, Abraham, when they were going up to the place, Mount Moriah, and he said, Father, we've got the wood, we've got the fire, but where's the sacrifice? Now, in the, in the English, his response was, God will provide. In the Hebrew, it was Yahweh Yara, which means God will provide or God will see to it. So that's, see, he attached the name, so a lot of these names came from these experiences people were having. And so they call this, God did this. And so now, and, and so then over time, then that became an identifier of the character and, and, uh, and the quality of who God is. That, that, that makes sense. So in all of these instances, you will see, uh, just, just, and just as another case in point, uh, with with, uh, with, with David, um, when, he, when he penned the 23rd Psalm, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. In the Hebrew, that is Yahweh Rohi. So you got God is the shepherd. And, and in some cases, some of these expressions are only used one time. And sometimes they're used multiple times. So, but, but again, in any, in, in there, there's, there is some experience with God of God providing, God working, God miraculously intervening, and they make this explanation, God did this. So that's where we get the names from. Okay? All right, well, thank you all so much. We've got, uh, we, we got praise team practice, and uh, so we have to, have, have to, have to do that. But God, go, go with you. God be with you. God bless you. And uh, hope to see most of you Sunday.